This week's Home and Said Senior Care We Are Westmead Hurling Show. On this week's show, Dara Fallon joined me to look back at the weekend's hurling action. I'm also joined by the Westmead Topics, Paul O'Donovan, who's going to review the weekend's games. But first of all, Clonkill manager Kevin O'Brien spoke to me after his size 115 to 15 point victory over a Harney. I'm joined by Clonkill manager Kevin O'Brien following his sides 115 to 15 points victory over a Harney in the Westmead Senior Hurling Championship semi final. Uh, Kevin, uh, you've just reminded me of a tip for a Harney to win. Yeah, and, and look, it's, it's, it's the likes of yourself and Jerry from Midlands Radio 3. You know, we, everyone was tipping around Harney. The bookies, everyone. And only sneering with you when I said it here. But, you know, we thrive in that kind of stuff. When, when, when people write us off, our backs to the wall. Um, you know, we have a very tight group of players, we a very tight dressing room. Huge leaders throughout, uh, Andrew Mitchell, Paddy Dowdle, Shane Power, Brendan Murta, you know, it's, it's, it's a top squad and, and, and they're winners and they want to win and the hunger and drive in them is, is fantastic, it's great to be a part of it. What did you think, think of the game anyway, Kevin, what was your reaction? Yeah, I, I, look, it, it, um, we gave away an awful lot of frees uh, with six or seven wides in the second half and, you know, the introduction of Mark Keegan, I felt, was the turning point. You know, he, he, he turned the game for us, he won that midfield battle, put in a couple of balls, we got a couple of scores out of it. And lads just died on their feet out there, and that's what we asked them to do. And uh, great to see it, and looking forward to a county final again. You lost your first three games, haven't you, but they've won four games in session now, back in another final? That's it, look, no one will remember a group game now, come this day, three weeks. Um, group games, uh, you know, we, we, we've, we've 24 lads played senior hurling this year in the championship, which is great. It's great for these young lads. It gives them uh, experience. At, at, at senior championship hurling, there's nothing like it. It's it's a step above everything else, uh, whether it be division one, intermediate, or junior. So, yeah, look at um, a strong panel, very strong panel. We've 31 now training, and they all all going into play, you know. And it's great to have that uh, bit of hunger for places. What are your thoughts ahead of facing Castletown in the final, Kevin? Yeah, a very classy side. Um, I, I, the height of respect for Castletown. They're uh, silky, classy hurlers, you know. And it'll be a completely different game to today, you know. Yeah, look, we, we'll, we'll go back to train and choose a night, um, we'll do our analysis and we'll, uh, we'll face them in a county final and, and it depends on the day and how things go, but we'll give it all our all. Kevin, thanks for your time, best luck. Thanks very much. Hopefully we won't be tipping past <laughs> I hope you do. Now Dara Fallon joins me to review the weekend's hurling action. Dara, we heard from Kevin O'Brien there, he was had a bit of slag in there, but about tipping Clonkill to, or tipping her hand even to win, but a great win for, for Clonkill, 115 to 15 points. Great win, great win indeed. Um, considering the start they had in the in the championship, they've really timed their run well, and uh, they'll be raring to go for this final. I think it's um, the championship. The four matches at a total waste of time, as we said. Like because Shirtlankill, they lost the first three. They won one of the, one of four group matches. They had three essential knockout games. They played Castle Pollard. They won that game. They had to play Castle Pollard again in the playoff. They had to play Crooked Wood then in the quarter final. So they've really got the momentum at the right times. But they had three huge games. Whether Harney, they won. The first round against Loughlin Gales, and they were basically true as a result of that result. So they've had literally nothing. They won the next three matches. They had a big, huge layoff, and it's under no good at all. But look, that's not Clonkill's fault. They cannot worry about those things. All they can do is pick for the right time. And to be fair, for the second year in a row, they've done that. They've done that exactly. They've timed the run really, really well. Um, Raharney, obviously. I mean, you know, these things can happen. You can pick up injuries as well. Um, you know, in that time. So, I think Clonkill they'll be battle hardened now. They've had, like you said, they've had a run of good games. Um, now they're going to have 
couple of weeks to prepare for the county final. Um, so so um, they'll be raring to go. They, um, they've been here before and they've done it, so they'll be raring to go. I'd say they could. They wouldn't be a shot to anyone if they did it again. But the other game, then Castletown Gagan and Lachlan Gaelic. Like, well, I was just saying, it was two twenty-two to one ten to Castellan Gagan, but Castellan Gagan were, were scintillating there. Yeah, um, they're they're another team that's that seems to have timed their run. That's good scoring today, um, one ten the first half, one twelve in the second half. That's that's good going, you know. Um, now it probably you know I, I, another way of looking at it would be this this it really is the same three uh, strong teams in in Westmead and and Lachlan Gales. Uh, they'll be disappointed with today. That that you don't want that to set them back for next year, but that's gonna go hard on them now as well. Um, it was a tough, you know, tough to, to lose by that much. But Castletown were 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 the better. Is, team. is this the fifth anyway? They've lost the semi-finals every year since two thousand and fifteen, and they could have lost before that. My memory doesn't serve me there, but like like Lachlan Gale seem to be losing semi-finals nearly every year, so it's a long way back from after that. Era. It's tough. It is tough. It's like, you don't team, want yeah. to go into winter. On the back of getting beaten well in the yeah. semi final, um, you know it is tough. But look, you know there's it's the way it goes. It is. Yeah. It is. And now there's obviously a new new championship structure coming in next year, so you never know how that. Yeah, might but the only thing I was just thinking there, like it seems to be the top three teams of those six are going to get through. Mm-hmm. Like the three best teams seem to be by far and away: Castle, Gaden, Clonkill, and Raharney. So that's one thing where like it just while it. It will stop it. Like Longkill will have to be a bit more efficient at the start of the year. This is going to be a bit of a chance. Like, you yeah. know that kind of way. So I, I, I think it's a good move. But I hope the three teams. It's not a formality every year that we play all these games. So three teams finish. Yeah, that. it, it, it might benefit teams maybe a year or two down the line. Hopefully. Um, if, if the format you know uh, brings yeah. teams forward. Yeah, but so. just to be honest with you, there. No, we're not trying to be negative here. But looking at Westmead here, and it looks like the top three are getting further and further away from the rest every year. Yeah, it, it does. It does to be. And Delvin were probably the next team coming, but they're after suffering a huge setback against Castellan Gagan in the quarterfinal. They lost by eighteen po- sixteen points, even. Yeah, uh, you know it is. It's it it is the the same three at the Call moment. Spade, spade, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but a fine win for Castletown today, nonetheless, not taking anything away from that. And um, they'll be very happy with that, and uh, they'll be have now same obviously time. They'll have a couple of weeks now to get ready, rehab a couple of injuries, and get ready for the final. Yeah, because fifteen euro admission price was criticised in some quarters, but I think it was worth it just to see neither Brian and Angus Clark at full fly today. Be a joy to watch when the two lads are flying this June. Yeah, they are. They're they really are class acts, yeah. you know. And and same on the Clan Kill side, you're going to see some some fantastic orders. It's going to be a great final, um, and yeah. you know it should be a cracking day. Hopefully, anyway, it'll be a good final. Um, just the intermediate hurling final this weekend as well. It was a three thirteen piece. I was in that game. That game that was a great game. Ireland that was it was calling probably there were what seven points down late on in three eleven to two seven. They got it back to a draw, a last minute goal from Jack Galvin, and then Raharney had a free to win it at the end, but the ball sailed well to the left and wide. So disappointing enough from Raharney Plessive. Cullion probably would have taken a draw, but I'm saying that now Raharney were six points down at one stage in the first half, so I say they would have taken a draw then. Yeah, it was it was a funny game because Cullion got off to a great start yeah. and, and then Raharney came really tearing into it and then at the end, obviously, Cullion had to come back again and get that goal again to tie it up. So... Um, you wouldn't know who who that'll that'll favour going into going into a, um, the replay. Um, could, you know, Cullion will be happy with that that they that they came back so so well and and they forced the replay in one way. Yeah. Um, and maybe it'll be a bit deflating for Harney. Um, but who knows? It was a great weekend for Harney. They won the Camogie and well, it wasn't really a great weekend, but they won the Camogie. They drew in the intermediate hurling and they won the. Lost in the same time, so that's a mixed weekend for a Harney. But look, I put it, I'd say out of those three finals, the intermediate hurling or those three games, the intermediate hurling probably the least priority. The replay set for next Saturday, that'll probably be the main priority. 
Yes. Do you reckon it is? Unless yes. I don't know when the Leinster Camogie Championship is, but if that's not like then that the intermediate final will definitely be the main priority for Raharney next weekend. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so I think that that, that game Raharney can focus a bit more now in that game. Yep. I, I think that um I don't know who's gonna win it there, I'll let you call it the prediction first there. I'll I'll <laughs> go I'll go for Cullion on this one. Yeah. I, I think I think yeah, you're right in that Raharney will obviously be, be you know, it'll be solely on the intermediate team the focus will be this week after um losing the senior semi final. Um, but I think Cullion obviously have been solely focused on this themselves. So uh, this is going to be. Uh, I, I I'm tipping Cullion. Yeah, I think they'll do yeah, it. No, I tipped Raharney last week. I don't like changing horses midway through a race, so I'm going to go with Raharney again for this this weekend. No, the two Camogie games there. Raharney had a great win over Clonkill, and Cullion won the junior Camogie championship. So it was very nearly a perfect weekend for the Cullion. Hurling club, but now just one one other game this weekend. I was also it was the senior hurling championship playoff, Castle Potter Crookerwood, and um, that was a total terrible game, Derek. To be honest with you, yeah. Look, it's going to be tough on on Crookerwood as well because they've actually had, you know, prior to that and actually prior to the the game against um the, the prior game they had with um Clonkill, Clonkill, yeah. Clonkill um, you know. They'd had a very uh, good year, uh, you know, and and that is a tough one, you know. They've they've got well beaten um, by Castle Pollard. Probably another thing about the uh, hurling in Westmead, there's probably not just one band of teams yeah. operating. There might be several tiering so uh, levels, you know. And Castle Pollard would, and Lockley and Gales would probably consider themselves not too far apart, you know, on that next band. So um, Pollard left the Gales this year. Yeah, and um, so look, it's uh, yeah, it's tough for Crooked Wood. Castle Pollard would be the, you know, they'd be happy just to finish off with the, with the win in the year. Yeah, I'm going to just say one thing though with that is just like I think that game, the result was nearly none of it for conclusion because Crooked Wood, like they saw the Clonkill match getting hammered. Do you really want to play six of those, five of those games next year, Darren? Like they lost by, like you think they'd be the next winner of the group, but they'd been better by sixteen points in the first round. So and Castle Pollard, while they're a bit different, they've been in senior final in very recent years, I think 2014 or so around that time, like so. They will not want to see them as a second team, essentially an intermediate club. So I think that Castle Potter would have really wanted to win that game yesterday, but I just don't know what Crooked Wood that overly push in the sense that Crooked Wood are definitely realistic contenders for a senior B championship next year, but like they would not be contenders at all for a senior A championship. Yeah, yeah. Castle Pollard, I mean, the scoreline tells it all. Yeah. And most games, the team that wants it more will 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 edge it. But the Castle Pollard, um, they would, you know, they'd probably have more more players of 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 skill who who would just be at a little bit of a higher level. And um, so, yeah, carry them through, and uh, they'd be they'd be glad to win the day. Yeah, no, and just so that probably will. You want to hear now from Paul of the London of the Westmead topic before before we hear to Paul. Well done to Raharney and Cullion Camogie teams this weekend. There was no intermediate victory, so we're not going to congratulate anyone there. And also, well done to Castor and Gagan and Clonkill, who will face off in the senior hurling final. So now, we're going to hear the thoughts of Paul Donovan from the Westmead topic. Paul Donovan of the Westmead topic, who's going to run us through that weekend hurling action. Paul, we'll start with the most latest game there. Raharney, Clonkill, a 1-15-15 points win for Clonkill. What was your own thoughts on the game? Yeah, well, it was um, it was a great victory for Clonkill in the end. It was a, it was a tough, hard battle, as expected. There was there's very little between the the two teams. In fact, there's very little between the three teams at the top, Clonkill and Raharney and Castletown, and uh, so approved over over the weekend from what we saw. Uh, there was never going to be much between it. I suppose in the end, it was it was a goal by Pedro Scali that proved to be the the difference between the teams. Even though Pedro himself probably had a quiet game, it was a real physical battle, and uh, both teams were up for it. And and uh, I suppose in the end, just Clonkill got got the few breaks near near the end and uh, came through. And Paul, the other game saw Castam getting comfortably between Dublin Gales. What was your take on that game? 
Yeah, uh, I suppose most people thought this was going to be a, a close, a close affair, and uh, there was some people quietly tipping, uh, tipping Lachlan Gale to come through, but uh, it, it wasn't that way at all. Uh, Castletown set down a marker early on, and uh, they were full value for their win, uh, a, a very good win, outstanding displays by uh, Angus Clark and by uh, Niall O'Brien. Uh, got some great scores throughout, but really uh, the Gales' tactics. You'd, you'd You'd have to wonder about them. They went for goals early on. Tommy Doyle was playing an attack, and uh, Tommy Doyle was playing an attack, and it never really worked for them. And they'll be disappointed with their performance. But Castleton showed that they're, you know, they're a class act. And when they come to play uh, Clonkill now in the final, it, it should be a cracking match. Uh, Clonkill County champions looking to hold on to their title. They still have the likes of, you know, Brendan Murtha, the likes of Paddy Dowdle, Niall Mitchell there. Uh, so. There's, there's lots to play for. Luke Lachlan too is is in top form, so uh, it, it should be a cracking final. And now, Paul, we saw Kevin O'Brien there. It was as we only go over a few predictions there, but at this very early stage, who would you predict will be West Meath here coming to 2019? Oh, you want me to call it, Connor? Yeah. Uh, gee, that that's that's a hard run. Very tough. Won't put much in it. I'll. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give the, the nod to uh, Clonkill on this occasion and not by much one quick word Paul before we let you yep. go from the point of view but um, Raharney Cullion in the replay yesterday yep. first two questions what was your t- thoughts on that game and who do you think is going to win the replay next Saturday yeah uh, again uh, that, that was uh, probably uh, for entertainment that was the, the top game of the weekend and, and possibly even the year here in Cusick Park there was, there was tremendous entertainment it was a great game of hurling I have to say a very clean sporting game and uh, uh, yeah the, the crowd were thoroughly entertained uh, looked like uh, Cullion got off to a great start then Raharney came back and uh, it looked like Raharney going to win but uh, Jack Galvin came up with a, a great goal right at the end just to tie things up yeah, a superb finish Galvin's a, a, a really talented hurler and uh, that, that left it level uh, Rory Keyes had a good chance at the end from a free to win it but probably you know pressure pressure, pressure probably told Keys had a great game other than that and it just drifted wide so everyone's looking forward to another good game good clean game of hurling and, and another uh, fantastic match and it's it'd be very hard to call that uh, have Cullion missed the boat I don't know uh, we'll give the nod to Cullion in that one and one thing I forgot to mention Paul Shane O'Brien's been said to be appointed Wesley manager what are your thoughts on Shane O'Brien's appointment yeah yeah I think it's a good appointment uh, from what I've heard in the background uh, Shane certainly brings a lot of experience to the team uh, from from his background in coaching already. Uh, he's been tremendous with the clubs and the colleges that he's worked with to date. He's been very successful and he's been with Westmeath for the past year uh, under Joe Quaid. And even then, uh, from what I hear from the players, he's, he's brought a tremendous amount to the table. Uh, the players are impressed and uh, I'm, I'm sure uh, if he's ratified, uh, which I expect tomorrow night at the county board, that uh, he'll be a good, a popular choice. He's a very tough job ahead of him. Division 1 hurling he's certainly going in at the deep end and I wish him the best luck hope the players uh, rally around behind him and give him their full support it'll be very tough playing the top teams in the country but uh, certainly we're going the right direction anyway with Shane O'Brien if he's appointed tomorrow night thanks very much for your time Dara what are your own thoughts on Shane O'Brien's proposed selection for ratification as Westmead senior hurling manager it's a very technical term yeah yeah I mean um, obviously they have to and um, you know get the ratification through but um i think all going well it could be a, it's a very positive um direction i think shane is is, is quite well liked he's got good background and um, he's got good history with uh, different teams he's been coaching and involved with so he seems to bring as well a uh, quite a good backroom team with him and um, if the proposed names also go through and um, so I, I think all in all it's very positive I think the ratification is only a formality there to be honest with you know that's not trying to do any, any yeah. clubs or anything but I'm just thinking that like let's be honest but like 
there's no O'Brien was very very well respected within the county last year and set up like he was there was even universally it was kind of a claim that he would be the manager that's going to be proposed and also there was no real managers from clubs that were going in my opinion not to my knowledge anyway, I didn't really hear any local names or the import so with yeah. those, those three factors combined like but because of that then the clubs there's only no club who's candidate hasn't got selected who are going to probably propose an objection and that's only what I'm thinking but yeah. maybe we could be wrong but I, I don't think there's going to be any proper ratification well, barring any big yeah. surprise yeah. I mean I think we can take it you know unless something something would be a big shock and um, I think it, it's very important for this group of um, hurlers that we have senior hurling team that there's a bit of continuity as well because they're going into a, a league campaign now in um, Division 1B which is, is going Division to Division 1A isn't it Division 1 oh, no, yeah, yeah. Split the, yeah. yeah. But they're, they're Division 1 and there's going to be some rip-roaring games early next year. So having, having Shane as well brings that little bit of continuity yeah. where he doesn't, he's not starting from scratch. He knows the players involved mostly. And uh, obviously, you know, um, he'll be bringing in a couple probably new um, coaches in uh, Paddy O'Neill and Alan Cairns. And Brendan Murtis. And Brendan Murtis as well. I mean, who's got obviously great history as well. Um, so I think it's quite positive. Very looking forward to, to seeing... Uh, the team now in the early new year. Yeah, I have no problem whatsoever with Shane O'Brien. I think it's a very good move. I think he's a lovely fellow, Shane Tata. He's a very polite man, but he's got a very good background in coach and the players are happy with him and everything. So I think this is definitely a no-brainer. But I have to say that uh, I could be very wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but there's five games in the league. We're going to be playing against Galway, Waterford, Cork, Limerick and Tipperary. Like, so, like, with the greatest respect in the world to any miracle worker, I don't think that those five games are... I don't think we're probably, probably going to lose all five of them there. Well, I mean... Yeah, I look. That's what the bookies will tell you. Um, and you know, I'll be right though. To be yeah, honest. yeah. It's going to be a it's going to be a mountain to to climb. But I think, you know, it's it's something really to look forward to for the new year for this. Once this group I wouldn't like to see five trouncings, like complete trouncings. You know. No, and I, I I don't think these these guys are going to go into it with that. I mean, hopefully, you know, we get five cracking games and a, a couple of like I mean what, what more to look forward to in the new year than a couple of home league games in, in Cusick Park against top quality opposition yeah you mentioned Division 1B there it's nearly a pity the structure was reformed because the Division 1B could be a nice betting process where you'd have three games where you're probably going to lose and you'd have two or three games that you have a good chance of winning do you know but look at the end of the day the biggest game for Westmead next season will probably be the relegation playoff in the league if there is one so and whether they can secure a Division 1 saves for for twenty for twenty twenty one, but like, to be honest with you, there I would take getting five heavy beatings if they're going to win the relegation playoff. I think playing Division One hurling has to be the main thing coming out of the year. Yeah, I mean Shane will be looking or whoever yeah. you know, yeah, you know will be looking yeah. for for you know progress from the league as well. I mean progress doesn't have to mean winning five games no. or, or or that you know, but that's what he'll be looking for. He'll be looking for individuals to progress yeah. during the games and for the team to push on and. Uh, yeah, it's it's great to look forward to. Yeah, hopefully, you know, hopefully it all works out, works out for him. Best look to Shane O'Brien if he is ratified as Westmead manager. Now we have time for this week's Home and Said Senior Care We Are Westmead Hurling Show. Thanks very much to Dara, Paul and Kevin for joining me this week. Anyone interested can subscribe via SoundCloud, CastBox or iTunes. Cause we're